Welcome to another highly questionable work week. We've got Bomani Jones here. You can check out his podcast, The Right Time with Bomani Jones. Katie Nolan Sports with a question mark. Let's get started. Watch this. Me and Katie going to look at each other. Oh, I went the wrong way. <laughs> but you went the right way. Let's try it again. I messed it up. Did the Lakers prove that they're clearly the best team in the NBA? It's going to be fun to watch Lakers Clippers go seven games to get to the title because that's the way this is looking like we're going to end up here. Patrick Beverly after this game saying it's no challenge to guard LeBron. JaVale McGee saying after the game the Lake Show is the best team in the world, something you shouldn't be saying after playing only 12 minutes in the game. But any court that they step on to play against anybody, they've got two of the best three players. And the Clippers, for all that perimeter defense we talk about and all the 10-0 and when held, they do have a problem guarding the rim and LeBron James is one of the smartest basketball players we've ever seen and you saw what happened late in that game they didn't have many answers for him and they didn't have any answers for Anthony Davis as well I wouldn't do too much with the one game samples because the Clippers have already beaten them a couple times and the Clippers are built for the playoffs but the Lakers obviously can beat anyone in a seven game series they've got two of the best players yeah, man, it was a show-improved weekend for the Lakers at Staples where they did it to Milwaukee on Friday and then they did it to the Clippers on Sunday. But I did not come away from that Sunday game feeling like, oh, wow, the Lakers are now going to walk to a championship. They do kind of sort of have an answer for Anthony Davis, which is Kawhi Leonard muscling him around. And we did see that he had the ability to do that. And with some of the flexibility that the Clippers have is that if you put Kawhi Leonard on Anthony Davis, you still got Paul George to guard LeBron James. And for the Lakers, I don't want to say these were like Super Bowl games for them, but they had lost the game to Milwaukee already. They'd lost those two games to the Clippers. You could see in the way that they were playing. This was important to both sides, but the Lakers were the team that felt like they needed it. So how it's going to look in the postseason, I'm not exactly sure. Did LeBron like take the MVP case away in this weekend? Nah, not really, but the Lakers are very good, and this is the first time that we've seen them get a win over one of the two other teams that we think are as good as them. Yeah, one of the things I think that makes it so interesting, Dan, you mentioned that Pat Bev said that there's no problem in guarding LeBron, but other than that, everybody was just very highly complimentary of their competition, and it seems like they're all focused on when this meeting is going to matter the most, which is in the postseason, which everyone's looking forward to. Interesting stat about the Lakers that I think really proves just how good they are is that they're 42-0 and in taking a lead into the fourth quarter. That's insane and doesn't make any sense to me, and it's something very difficult to handle, especially when we get to the playoffs. But the thing about the Lakers is that the guy playing his off, you can't say that on this time slot. They'll okay. bleep it out. Keep it going. The guy playing his butt off is the oldest guy on the team. And when the old dude is hustling, then you're all going to hustle just because you don't want to get embarrassed and be the guy that doesn't play as hard as the old dude. So there's this like invisible effect that LeBron has on making everybody better that I know won't get him the MVP like you were saying, Bo, but it is an interesting case to be made. You don't want an old guy to make you look lazy. Right, yeah. Dan? By the way, if you're the Clippers, man, it's got to stink to know that if you do play a seven-game series in the playoffs against the Lakers, that's about to be seven road games, right? Like, if you needed a clear sign again about who runs that city in terms of interest, they had all that Clippers stuff out there on the floor. It was all Kobe jerseys around that arena. Like, the Clippers, I don't know what they got to do to get some fans. Maybe they got to win one, but they will be playing seven road games in their own arena if they play against the Lakers in the postseason.
I know we're talking about Lakers and Clippers, but there have been many times this season where LeBron James has looked every bit of those 35 years old, where he's a little slower moving around. He's not jumping as high. So I was more impressed, guys, by what he did in guarding Giannis, Milwaukee. He was guarding Giannis, and he was shutting down Giannis. There are not a lot of people who can do that. We've seen Kawhi do it, and we saw LeBron do it. I didn't think that he had that much left in that 35-year-old body that he could stop Giannis the way that Kawhi did, but he clearly bothered him. He did put up like 20-something in the second half of that game, though, right? <laughs> right, right. Like we're, it's, it's an interesting place in LeBron's career was reversed, where guys get finals MVP for holding LeBron to like 55% shooting, what? and now these dudes are putting up like Kawhi put up like 27 in that game or something like that, right? Great job, LeBron. He had, Kawhi had ah. no assists. Oh, Giannis, uh, Giannis was two for eight when LeBron was guarding him. A small sample, tiny sample, but he stayed in front of him. I didn't know that part. I fell asleep. I was very tired. <laughs> Is coaching Kyrie and KD an attractive opportunity? Bomani spent the weekend laughing at the Brooklyn Nets. This seems like a strange story to emerge out of nowhere when Kevin Durant told us one of the reasons he chose Brooklyn is because he believed in the Atkinson scheme. And all of a sudden, it seems like the unhappiness of Kyrie Irvin is a bit of a poison because Atkinson mutually parted ways. And this is, of course, one of the great jobs because these jobs don't become available with these two superstars. You can have all your questions about whether Kyrie Irving can actually lead somebody to anything if he's not with a healthy Kevin Durant. You can also have all your questions about how Kevin Durant is going to come back from that injury. But coaches that are looking for jobs usually do not have something like this. A good young core with those two players available. I'd love that job if I were someone who had it available to me. Yeah, and somebody who can coach that kind of a team, right? Kenny Atkinson's whole thing is he's a great developmental coach, but when you get a team that doesn't feel it needs as much development and more just needs management and clarity of roles defined by the coach, that's something that uh, many of the players have said Kenny Atkinson lacked for them. So he's a great coach. It just isn't the right fit for a Kyrie KD lineup. I know KD said great things about him in the preseason, but he said he watched a bunch of his YouTube videos and liked the way he coached. You can like the way he coaches, but it's not the right coaching style for you. Just like you can watch on YouTube a video that says maybe the earth is flat. That doesn't mean that it's something you should definitely buy into and believe. So yeah, I think it's obviously a great coaching job, but you have to be willing to put up with big egos and big superstars like KD and Kyrie. I'm not even worried about putting up with the ego. I'm not worried about that i'm worried about with nonsense like putting up with Kyrie's nonsense we are here because keep in mind Kyrie ain't even really on the team right now he's been hurt kevin durant isn't playing and kenny atkinson looked around and basically said i can wait till Kyrie fires me or we can just go ahead and get this done right now and he chose to get this done right now now my question is what person do you have to be to command the level of respect that's going to be necessary to get what you want out of those two guys and if you can command that level of respect are you the person that's willing to put up with this level of stress like there's going to be some dudes who be like yeah i would love to have that job and you have to ask yourself why are those people available to coach like they talk about mark jackson being the coach of that team do you remember how it ended the last time it'll be great for us if he coaches that team i don't say how it'll be good for him or good for them 
Ty Lue's name also always gets yes. tossed around in these situations. It's like, oh, you like him as a person. Cool. That yes. doesn't mean he's going to help coach you to be the team you want to be. But they drove that dude to all that stress coaching in Cleveland, what? and that was That's a better true. roster situation than this one is. Like, he's got to be like, oh, no, no, no. Y'all ain't going to kill me twice. I guess this what? question is, would is would Ty Lue say yes if they asked him to take this he's job? So I don't right about this, though. Ty Lue was suffering panic attacks in Cleveland, and that was without Durant. You realize how right. unprecedented it is for two guys who aren't playing to get their coach fired? Well, hold up. That wasn't even with Kyrie when he was having the panic attacks, right? Because that was the last year. Think of how much worse it would have been then if Kyrie would have been in there talking to him about the mathematics and 360 degrees and all kinds of other stuff that I barely understand. What even is government, Ty Lue? <laughs> Is Mike D'Antoni right that the Rockets are at rock bottom? Okay, I don't know exactly what rock bottom would look like if it's not losing to the Knicks and losing to Charlotte and then being down 39 points headed into the fourth quarter at home against the Orlando Magic. There's also a Clippers loss in there. James Harden is shooting terribly. He's made like 26 of his last 103 threes. And the Russell Westbrook small ball experiment has made him an efficient basketball player. But when he scores more than Harden, they tend to end up losing. This is an inventive basketball team. It's a creative basketball team. Daryl Morey deserves credit for landing superstar after superstar when it's not that easy to land those guys. But they are flummoxed and they are confused and they're trying to play a style of basketball that comes into question and will come into question all the more when you're not making any of your threes. I'm going to say this one more time. If you could really make it happen with a bunch of guys who aren't 6'6 in the NBA, somebody would have done it before. You know why? Because there's a lot more guys in this world 6'6 and shorter than there are 6'6 and taller. You are not going to reinvent the wheel on this one. It appears in a lot of ways the league is caught up. So with this idea that Russell Westbrook was kind of like your center, where there's a world where there are guys like Aaron Gordon who can guard Russell Westbrook while also being something like 6'9", right? That's where the Rockets are with this. So yeah, this is definitely rock bottom and I don't think that this experiment is as bad as it's been in these last three games. However, there's a reason why everybody else has got big dudes. The Warriors had that death lineup. They would play it like 10 minutes a game because you're not supposed to be doing that for 48. Here's the thing. Dan Tony actually said, hopefully this is rock bottom. <laughs> I don't know. And that's what's concerning. When you lose four straight, a stretch that you had a 0.5% chance of losing, and you lose all four, you should be out here saying it is rock bottom because then we know you're going to make changes when you hit the rock bottom to then come up from it. He said he didn't know. He also invoked Winston Churchill and said, when you're going through hell, put your head down and just keep going. I bet Winston Churchill also had some great quotes about defense since that was his whole thing. Maybe you should invoke some of those because you're just not playing it. There's no spark in this team. And for D'Antoni to say he thinks it might be rock bottom, that's the most concerning. You know how tired P.J. Tucker has to be? Like, I've been pretending <laughs> to be a center all this time. I got to do this every night. Like, imagine how exhausted he is after every single game when they look at him like, all right, come out here, big man. I'm not a big man, dog. Not only that, but people are like, we hate this. And he's like, <laughs> I hate this too. Not only exhausted, but you're exhausted and you look up at the scoreboard and the magic got you by 39. <laughs> Yo, when is the last time you watched an Orlando Magic game? I, the other day, joked that I, for, I always forget they're in the league. I don't think I've watched an Orlando Magic game without Dwight Howard. I hope we air all of that because it's the uncommon honesty that the Orlando Magic deserves. <laughs> yeah.
Wait a minute. They were in the playoffs last year. I watched them beat Toronto that no, one it's, game. It's fair. It's they a fair. But I can't. But I can't promise you that I watched it. Like I'm aware that it happened. I cannot promise you that I, I watched. I forgot it. it happened. Not ashamed to admit it. Coming up next on my Soul Stevie show. Fight had it Bichard's all. Bashard's gonna bark, 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 and Nitch is too. Is that a coach? The coaches. These are the coaches. Bichard's oh, he's taking off his jacket. Oh, let oh, oh, two jackets being taken off. Wait a minute. They don't have skates, right? No. So they're just going to no. fight on ice in wingtips? I respect it. Let's go. Roll up your sleeves. But Nick oh, got gloves coming off. Is a player going to fight a coach? Oh. Nope, he might fight a ref. Nitch will walk off. Wright's going to come around and say some more. Oh, I have never seen this in all my years of covering hockey. Now Wright's going to go to my... Time to play the game that power ranks her friends... Bo's ahead of Dan. Do you question? Oh, wow. Not a surprise, though. You give us topics and events, we question them. Do you question if this fight had it all? All right, we go out to the FPHL, the Federal (laughs) Prospects Hockey League. Uh, Oh, I thought that piece stood for prison. (laughs) Let's check in with uh, this hockey league and find out if this... Fight had it Bichard's all. Bashard's gonna bark, 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 and Nitch is too. Is that a coach? The coaches. These are the coaches. Bichard's oh, he's taking off his jacket. Oh, so is oh, oh two jackets being taken off. Wait a minute. They don't have skates, right? No. So they're just gonna no. fight on ice in wingtips? I respect it. Let's go. Roll up your sleeves. But Nick oh, got gloves coming off. Is a player gonna fight a coach? Oh. Nope, he might fight a ref. Nitch will walk off. Wright's gonna come around and say some more. Oh, I've never coach. seen this Fight in all my coach. years of covering hockey. Now Wright's going to go did. to Mike Baker. We've he got did. a coach got in right there. at the Columbus bench. He's pulled Baker into the bench. Ooh. And he's wow. Whoa. He is landing a lot of punches. Yeah, and I don't Here see we go. Here come returns. the haymakers. Look out, everybody. All over the place. Oh, wow. It's Whoa. a melee. Where are the coaches? This is a full-on Donnybrook. Whoa, is that a stick? Oh, oh, look out for that guy! Oh! Who was that? And Who then immediately that? got Barry. and Joe Cangelosi in a bear hug. Bichard's going to make his way off to the other Oh, he flipped him. I can't focus on all the action. We got three. Where are the coaches? Where are the cops? Wait a minute. There's a shirtless person. Hold on a second. Whoa. Upper left-hand corner, there's someone who's wearing no shirt. A coach has no shirt on? That's right. We've got nipples. And thank you, hockey, for your monochromatic presentation that allows us <laughs> to enjoy a fight like that. I don't Otherwise, know. we'd be leading the show off with this in a wrong way. I don't know. I could have used a ref jumping in. I, the fight had a lot, but if it's going to be a full-blown melee, a ref has got to get involved. Our highly questionable investigative team tells me that we have another angle of this fight, and oh, we can now go. learn together how it is that this coach lost this shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yo, I was is, wrong. Is he the coach of the other team, or have his own players just taken this as an excuse to fight their coach? <laughs> that ref is kind of getting involved. I'm not going to lie. That, oh, my God. Is that, is that a sleeve? Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Let's go, coach. Wow. Children are screaming. Where do you think that coach works during the day, though? Right, there's no way in the world that's his only job. He's a line chef. Do you question whether this is a good trust-building exercise? Oh, God. All right, uh, let's see what we have here. Where are we going that we're going to find if these people should be or shouldn't be trusting each other? Are we catching human beings oh, falling from a Oh, my God. Thing? Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
No. No. Is that a mouthpiece? Oh. Oh. Come on there, fella. Your hands are while you're here. Oh, no, no. Escalation. No, 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 no. That one, that one right there. That is not a great trust building exercise, right? I'm glad he caught it. That don't make me trust you anymore. The whole way I just be standing there like, just so you know, this goes wrong for me. It's going real wrong for you. Also, maybe a good trust building exercise, but not great for actually making you good at football. Half those guys were just blocking the ball from hitting them in the face. They weren't actually catching it. Not to rub it in here, Katie, but I would trust one person above all others to make a catch in an important situation here. You might remember this right here because you're a Patriots fan. Oh, damn. Recognize this play here. Wow. Very mobile Eli Manning. What does this have to do with anything? Wow. It is nothing other than a moment of Patriots heartbreak and Bomani is having the correct reaction. This is the opposite of trust. You're not, I don't trust you at all. I come on this show all the time, even though you fail every trust building exercise I give you. The bright side of this is he didn't put the Mario Manningham catch on afterward. That's right. I would never do that. That's not something I would ever do, but the producers might be putting it up right now so that we can watch it and enjoy one of the greatest throws. This throw right here got Eli Manning into the Hall of Fame. It's going to get him into the Hall of Fame no matter how many times me and Bomani complain about it. Yeah, the throw ain't getting him in. It was the catch. What even is trust? Highly questionable is broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that is excited for a short work week. See? Uh, no. You guys give us something that's on television tonight. We'll dissect it and tell you if we're intrigued. Why I have not gotten sh- that head not right well, one no, time. No, but why is it a short work week? It just is. Are we self-quarantining? <laughs> Tonight at 10, Mariners and Brewers. All right, you guys want to see some beer chugging? Cody Bellinger, we've got Christian Yelich. They're on a sports center here, and they're chugging beers. We're tied. How do you guys want to tie again from any angle? One shot, basketball. Oh, oh, they're playing in a sort of bar game here. Okay. Wow. Uh, there it is. Uh, Bomani, are you intrigued? I mean, I stopped drinking a while ago, so you helped me out here, but that looked a lot less like they were chugging beers, and they were just drinking them kind of fast. Like, am I, am I the only person that didn't feel like the chug has a little bit more of some oomph to it, yeah. you know what I mean? They, they, they drank it a little bit faster than the guy who was sitting behind the bar. Uh, Katie, are you intrigued? I mean, not really. Spring training baseball, but also, yeah, it was just fast drinking. But important to note, this is a drinking game you can play given our current health crisis. It's solo. It's by yourself. Just don't play beer pong, college kids. Tonight on ABC, the season finale of The Bachelor. Man, come on. Just awful. You guys keep doing this to me. Go ahead, play the clip. Before you do what you're about to do, there's something I just found out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? What? I feel like I'm about to pass out right now. Well, because you're wearing a suit in the desert. I swear to God, I never, ever envisioned this. I'm sorry. From the bottom of I'm so sorry. Don't let her go. 
terrible to us. That's what love stories are made out of. What? He's very sorry. Bomani, are you intrigued? <laughs> Say yes. All right, uh, but don't, guys. Y- yes, how about, how about you, me? Katie? I'm how intrigued. About you, because don't you guys want to see if he's going to pick the, the 23-year-old Southern woman with high cheekbones or the 23-year-old Southern woman with high cheekbones? I, for one, can't <laughs> wait to find out. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. Bomani Jones, The Right Time with Bomani Jones and Katie Nolan. Sports with a question mark. Huh. Are you Team Hannah Ann or Team Madison? Oh, that, these, that's actually who they are. Those are their real names. Oh, I thought you had just completely Hannah made that Ann whole scenario and up. Madison. We're yeah. all Team Madison. Also, Team, put some Mederma on that scar, Pete. It looks bad, and it, it shouldn't look that bad. I do want to know what his daddy is going to tell him, though, right? I'm very curious what he found out. Yeah, that's not his dad. That's Chris Harrison. Who's that? He's the host. (laughs) It's fine. The show has a host? Yeah, it's a a weird role. You're not wrong. It's just... So, I hate so the that host, I'm the expert so the here. host comes in and starts snitching about what the girls have been up so. to. I don't. It's weird because he says he has something to tell him, and then Peter is saying he's sorry to the women. So, Bomani, please stop asking questions. COVID-19. Please stop asking questions. 